didn't think. See, there was none of that then. No. You didn't think, oh, well, what about my rights? So yeah. I just thought, I want the job. It was like really good Because you had a long summer skirt on that day, didn't you? Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah I'll wear a short skirt. I said, okay. And she said, and would you be willing, she said, <laughs> Yes. would you be willing to lay a napkin in a man's lap? Cocktails. And... <laughs> Cocktail waitress. There you go. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to be talking to you all about jobs. Getting jobs. Jobs. Yeah. Shit getting jobs, isn't it, Liz? No, it's really good getting Is jobs. It really good getting jobs. There's been a lot of talk in our household lately because, well, it's coming up to Christmas. Sonny hasn't got any money. Tess is coming home, so she's going to be trying to juggle her job and, yeah. like, you know, keep paying her rent while she's at home. Right. So I don't know. It's just been one of those weeks that everyone, all we seem to be talking about is jobs. Like, how have you been for that job? And how yeah. did you get on with that job? And then Tessa phoning us up and saying, you know, Oh, I'm going to talk to my job about getting some holiday pay. And do you think I could... Mind you, she made me laugh the other day. Do you know what she said? No, go on. She said, I've just found out that I'm entitled to sick pay. So what, <laughs> She said, so what I'm going to do over Christmas is I'm just going to claim all my sick pay. I said, well, it doesn't really work. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work really like that, work does it? Like yeah. that. I said, you're only entitled to sick pay if you're sick. If you're sick, yeah. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, well, I get holiday pay and I get sick pay. And it's like, well, yeah, but you've got to be sick. You know, you need to go to the doctors and get, get a note to say, I'm not very well. <laughs> It came to our attention the other mm. day when Keep we were talking when we were talking about jobs. Mm. A thing came up on the internet. You know, when you're on the internet, and it flashes up. Oh, the a news thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. And a, get this: this is a weird story about a woman that goes for a job interview in Australia. Yeah, all they're, th- all, they're all, all weird in Australia. Yeah. Well, they're not all weird. But they are weird. Things happen there, don't they? Yeah. You know, I didn't say Australians are weird. I said everything weird happens. In Australia. Remember that person that got the dingo, took the baby? I know. That's a long time ago, though. I know it Earth was. rock and all that. But that I've st- it still plays on my yeah. mind, that, Bri. And everyone goes there hoping to find the baby. I know. Poor thing. Bit weird. But anyway, yeah. Do you know what happened with that? <laughs> Who knows? That's no. what the story is. Oh, is it's it? like, what they say, dead men don't tell lies. Oh, I don't know. So anyway. there's, if there's no witnesses... That, it, what took it a dingo yeah yeah anyway so it comes up on the news that this woman went for a job interview talking about jobs this woman went for a job interview at aldi you know aldi or aldi aldi is supermarket a big Uh, supermarket yeah it was it was the budget brand at one time but it's just getting bigger and bigger isn't it Mm. because it still is a bit budgety yeah Anyway, she goes for this job interview in Aldi yeah. and the job interviewer person says in Australia and the job interview person says Okay, we'll do a Zoom. What, what was the job for? Stacking shelves in Aldi. Oh, really? Yeah, or just working in the supermarket, yeah. like maybe on the till or stacking shelves. Yeah. Don't really know, so I'm making that bit up. But anyway, it was something physical that you needed to do in the supermarket, yeah. right? Take, take the money daily taking yeah. out. So she goes for the job interview and it's on Zoom. Right. Has the Zoom interview. Yeah. Just everything going along nicely, asking her normal questions. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... The person who's holding the interview said, okay, I'd like you to just do some physical things for us now. I'd like you to do a few star jumps and some sit-ups and some push-ups. Now, it's all over the internet this now, Bri. Yeah, but it would be. Because obviously I know about this sort of stuff. Yeah, but they're a bit... They're a bit health fanatic, aren't they, in Australia at times? Like, you know? Well, here's the thing. They think they're good. Here's the thing. Yeah. 
do you think, because the internet now is yeah. split in half. Right. Half of them are saying, what's wrong with that? All She needs to be physically fit. What's wrong with that? You know? But, the other half are saying, mm-hmm. do gooders really. Yeah. Oh, it's a violation of rights and, you know, it's not right because that's just not right. So which which camp are you in? Well, off the bat, straight straight away, I'm going to say it's not right unless it says it in the interview description. Oh. So if it said it in the interview description, you must be physically fit and be able to do in the interview star jumps and press ups. You can train then, can't you? Eh? Yeah, but she didn't shed know. a few pounds. She didn't know. She wasn't told. I know, it was... but that's what, so it's completely and utterly wrong. Oh, you think that, it's wrong? Do you? I think it's very wrong. Do you? Yeah. Oh. see, yeah. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I thought, and so what? But because it's not right. That's why. Because if that's not in the interview, um, you know, the interview description. Do, do you know what? <laughs> what would you do, right? What would you do, right? If you went for a job on a building site, right, yeah. as a plumber, and they asked you all your qualifications and stuff, yeah, and then they said to you, okay, and this was on Zoom, yeah, and they said, okay, Brian, can you just do me a favour, please? Can you just take your shirt off and just flex your muscles and yeah. let's see, <laughs> let's see how muscles you have to you find got. them first. <laughs> but what would you feel offended by? Um, I, if it was to flex your muscles, yes, because. Again, you don't have to be physically strong to work on a building site. It helps. Well, you do. No, if you're a tradie and your trade is to do that, you know, if if it's a bricklayer, you don't need to be strong to be a bricklayer because mm. you're lifting bricks. They're not very big, are they? Like, you know, mm. but the other side of it, when you're a labourer, you've got to lift bags of cement and you've got to lift sand and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I could think that type of job, yes, you've got to be physically fit, but you'd know you'd go and do a trial. And that's where it's wrong is do the interviews and then bring them into the store to do a little trial. Mm. Now, can you do your press-ups and sit-ups? And I don't know why they're stacking shelves because really you're not allowed to lift anything heavier than... Oh, I don't know, why about 20, aren't you? Why? 20, because you're not allowed to lift anything more What do you mean you're not allowed? Who says that? Health and safety. Well, that's what I mean. It's rubbish. Yeah. What about going but down the why coal is it rubbish? pit? Because it is. No, because... What about when you used to work down the coal pit? Well, do you think really think those young lads humping coal on the that's, donkeys but that's what were saying, hang on, let me finish? Yeah. How do you think they would have felt? They're not going to say, excuse me, health and safety, I'm not allowed to lift this coal. But th- yes, then it wasn't. But that's when health and safety's come in. What's the reason for health and safety, Liz? I don't know. There Just you to go. moan about things. and It's so you go home safe. That's what it, you're going yeah, to go to work what? to the injure yourself. Get done. And do you know what's happened? No, but it does. AI. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's get ChatGPT to let's let's get them to lift. Let's do, exactly. Yeah, but that's what's happening. And this is what's happening that's in the world. That's what's happening, though, isn't it? Because what is that cyber um, cyborg that they've made, which can stack shelves and can lift more than twenty five kilograms? I know, but don't you just? Can you see my point? No. Yeah, but I can't. I can't in one way, but I can well, be I can. involved. I mean, you know, years ago when I was when I were a lad. And this is back in the seventies, and a bag of cement weighed—the bag of cement weighed one hundred and ten pounds, which was around around about fifty odd kilo, about fifty kilo, just under fifty kilos. Now, the, the health and safety turned around and said these bags of cement are too heavy, so they cut them in half, as in the they weighed half the amount. That's not good for the environment, then, is it? Yeah, but that more was, paper, more but, cement. But, but that was the thing. It's like you go on a building site back then, and can you lift two bags of cement? Because you need to lift one up under each arm. Mm-hmm. So you've got now got 220 pounds of weight and yeah. walk across a plank 
a trench to the... But that's what you do when you work on a building you site. You're a big man. But if you fell over, yeah. you could we'll seriously hurt. And then you can't work for six weeks oh, and no I sick pay because you haven't been working for long this. enough. So I that's that's where it works. Yeah, I know, but it's But all... I've been on building sites where guys have lost their fingers on sores. Oh, I know that. And I know that is at the extremes. I get it. Yeah. I get that you shouldn't be, you know, working on sores without any safety gear and all that. Yeah. But saying, I don't know, it's just like, oh, it's a... All they were doing is saying, are you physically fit? Let's have a look at you then. Give us a few star jumps. Yeah, but if it's not in the job description. Oh, I don't know. Well, do you know Was what? the lady a little bit overweight or man a little I bit overweight? I have no idea. I don't know, but does it matter? Or person. There's loads of else. overweight yeah. people that are really fit. It, I'm not saying that, yeah. You know, I used to work with Mike, my, my business partner. He was, he was overweight. Don't start but it, he, he would crawl in the houses and stuff and, he, he, you know, do a good day's work. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we'll yeah. just agree to disagree on that because personally, I think that, you know, if we're going to start doing stuff like this and getting offended easily and we won't lift this and we won't lift that, then all they're going to do is go, well, I'll tell you what, love, don't bother. We'll get a machine to do it. So there yeah. you go. You haven't got a job now. Yeah. And then you'd be like this, wouldn't you? Oh, please. Oh, no, I've changed my mind. I will do the star jumps. How much are you paying again? <laughs> well, anyway, so I Googled what to do and, you know, like the weird things that have happened. Yeah. This one woman said that she went for an interview. She walked into the room with a woman that was interviewing her. Yeah. And the woman, they sat down in the office and the woman said, if you're wondering what that funny smell is, I've got a yeast infection. I'm awfully sorry. Nice. <laughs> Which what the interviewer or... said it to the person that was being interviewed. Oh my God. I know. I've got a bit of a yeast infection. Yeah. If you're wondering what that smell is, I've got a yeast oh, infection. Oh no. Isn't that just no, gross? No, that's just like, that's pretty disgusting. It isn't is, it? isn't it, Bri? Yeah. We can jump in the shower, love. Well, yeah, yeah well, that go. wouldn't cure it, but yeah. No, it's not the point. I know. That's yeah. a bit weird. You wouldn't want to I wear know. that. And no. then this one just made me laugh. So it said, I had a job interview for McDonald's and I got there early. I had a look around because I was feeling restless. I opened a door and ended up in the kitchen, which was empty. I walked around and passed a little tray of chicken nuggets. And I thought I'd help myself to oh, a couple. you did. Yeah. But he's waiting in the job interview. Oh, right, he's not okay. there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's early. Arrived early. All right. Anyway, he leaves the kitchen and suddenly the manager appears. He reaches for his hand, the one that was holding the chicken nugget. So the guy slips the chicken nugget in his suit pocket yeah. and shakes the manager's hand. Yeah. He led me into his office. He closed the door and there was a long pause. He looked me in the eye and said... Did you just steal a chicken nugget from the kitchen? Because it was Australia. <laughs> I said more from New Zealand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was New Zealand. Yeah. One of them. I looked uncomfortable and didn't respond. And he said, I think you should go, mate. Really? <laughs> that was my plain lunch. <laughs> oh, it just made me Same, laugh. Only in Australia. <laughs> I made me laugh that. Can you imagine that? I know, but why did he bother taking a chicken nugget? Because he was hungry. Yeah, but it's not oh, his. Oh, don't start your bloody little do-gooder thing now. Yeah, but it's not his. I know it's not his, but it's a McDonald's chicken nugget. Oh, right. And he was waiting. I mean, yeah, but you're not allowed to eat their food, you see. What? It no. It could have been special stuff on the side that wasn't right fit for food, food and consumption. <laughs> well, it was fit for food and consumption, wasn't it? <laughs> but he just shouldn't have nicked it. Mind that microphone. Anyway. you finished with that iPad now. Yes, I'm putting it away because you just go. annoy me now because you're being all goody two-shoes. Go on then, tell me your story about when you went for a job interview. It better be funny after I've <laughs> waited all this funny, time. It's not funny, but it's cringe. It was so cringeable, but you probably might just think it was a little bit funny. 
Well, what it was, I was going for a, we'd been traveling and we'd come back and it was a bit of a recession in the UK. It was around about 1991 or two or something like that, maybe 91. And we'd been traveling in France and stuff and, you know, we were heading back to the UK and it was just like, right, I needed, it was coming up to Christmas and I went to the job center. Remember the job center? Yeah. And um, there it was, just this little shining card, one job in the plumbing department area type thing. And it was for a, a maintenance um, a maintenance engineer. Mm. And Got a lot of posh words, haven't they, for plumbers? Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, but it was. Energy it management was engineer. Maintenance engineer, because it was mainly heating systems that we were going to be looking right. after for um, the county councils, but it was a company that had the contract to do that. And it was apparently a national company called Planned Maintenance. Mm. And so the interview was in Plymouth, which is a 50-mile drive. So I, I sent my little um, sort of CV in and phoned him up and said, oh, you're coming for an interview. And um, those of me thinking, oh, it's a national company. So, you know, but I, you know, um, spruced <laughs> myself up a little bit. So I drive all the way to Plymouth and get there for 7.30 in the morning. And I've got the address. And it's something like Alexander Road in, in, in Plymouth, like, you know, and I'm driving down. I'm thinking, I can't see an office. There's me thinking like the one in London, big office, big, big sort of place. Where is it? And I drove up and down the road about three times. And then all of a sudden I saw these shitty little vans turning up, like hand-me-down vans from obviously from London or whatever it was, because they're all battered and just dirty and horrible and everything, like you know. And I'm thinking, well, where are they all going? And it was just to a house. With no sign above it, just the number. Oh. And I'm like, oh, geez. So I, I pull over and park up and I thought, I'm not going in just yet. I'll let them come in because it's Monday morning um, and every they're, they're going to be coming in with their timesheets and all that sort of stuff. like you know. And they were all just dressed like like binmen. Really? Yeah, you know, like all... Not allowed to say that anymore. Boiler suits Refuse on. workers. Yeah, but <laughs> boiler suits and, <laughs> and stuff and, and high-vis and stuff. But just look like they'd been to the greasy spoon that type of person, mm. like, you know, real working class sort of guys, like, you know, not that I wasn't, but I get out, I'm in a van and my van's got my old company name on it, it was Southwest Heating and Plumbing. Mm. And I get out of the van and I'm dressed in an Italian designer suit <laughs> with padded shoulders because it was just after the 80s, a Matinique Italian suit. Not only that, I had a padded... Um, Crotch. Suit jacket, a uh, suit coat, you know, a big long coat. Yeah. And dressed and, and and probably shiny shoes knowing me back then, like, you know, all very 80s luck. And I'm just like, oh, why did you wear that? I don't know. Because I just, because it was a job interview. I just wanted to, that's the only suit I had. Yeah. And it was just like, I just looked like I'd just come out, I don't know, going to the theatre or something. Or going to a nightclub. I you know, should, should have been picking up the Wall Street Journal sort of thing, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And I'm now walking down this shitty road thinking, Oh, and I got to the door and I turned round and went back and put my coat in. And so I'm just now walking in in a suit because I just thought this is just overkill. Like, yeah. You know? So anyway, I walk in and there's two girls sitting like on a makeshift reception desk in not for it was like a it was like an office because it had been converted, obviously, from a house to a bit, mm. of, a bit of an office. And these two girls just looked at me and their mouths just dropped open. But they bloody Because it's like and, and this, this, they just said. Oh, right. You, you, um, they thought I was a rep or something like, you mm. know, and I was just like, oh, I'm just here for a job so interview. Like and they just looked at me as if like, you can go and sit over there with them if you want, because that's where you're going to have to sit until the manager turns up. 
Oh, it was just the most embarrassing thing. You know, I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me they'd just ask you to do star jumps or something. No, but then I had to go in and this see, this wasn't in the the job interview. I had to take a test there and then. I thought you were going to say you'd have to take your clothes off then. Honestly, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Because you were just like put on the spot and it was like a full-blown test, like, you know, of what's the combustion figures for an oil boiler? Mm. What should they ideally be? Mm. And, you know, you just think... God, it's like, you know, carbon dioxide should be, what, 13%? You know, the O2 should be about... They should have just turned around to you and said, listen, mate, yeah. what's with the suit? But honestly, they looked at me and they they were almost laughing. There's two managers. <laughs> and it was as if like, what are you coming here for? Like, yeah. you know? And Was it good money? It was £800 a week or something That's like that right. back then. Which I can't remember. Are you sure it was I think that much? It was about that, but after tax, it was, yeah, you ended up with about £500 or something like That's that. Good. Uh, maybe not £500, was it? Well, whatever it was. It yeah, wasn't, was yeah, well, say, maybe, no, was no, no, it wasn't. It was £1,000 a month. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it was £1,000. And I used to get about 800 after tax. Mm. Um, so it was about £200 a week. So did they give you the job because of you, the way you looked? Yes, I got the job. Well, there you go then. But it's the most incringible thing. I still sweat about it now you? because you were like walking into with everyone just dressed uh, completely different, boiler suits to a, a flipping Italian designer suit. Oh, you know, it was right. just with padded shoulders. You should have just gone, you should have stripped down. You'd have been better actually. Stripping down to your flipping underpants, yeah, or, you would, know, your just trousers and bare chest. Yeah, but I could have just taken the suit jacket off, but it was the middle of, it was December, so it was freezing oh, okay. outside. And I could have just taken my tie, I had a tie and everything, like, you know. Oh. I could have just t- done that, uh, opened my shirt, and I just would have had black trousers and, and tie. Yeah, you should have just you done know, that. Uh, it was just, uh, not tie, you know. Um, just open, open shirt. Open shirt, yeah. But you were just all panicking. It was just because it was getting later and later, and I was like, oh my mm. God, I've got to be there for 10 to 8 or whatever it was, yeah. then, you know. You but forget, anyway, don't you? You, know. you forget what it's like to when you've worked. Like we've we've been self-employed for flipping years and years, haven't we? Yeah. Because yeah. I was trying to think before when you we know because I was self-employed. So I said I had my own company van, but yeah. it was just there was no work around. It's hard to know what they're expecting, what employers want from you, yeah. how to you know present yourself. But dress code for the interview, then tell them what to wear. Some some places do like you know. But you know what? It's better not to. I know, because but then the, you can have a good old laugh. When the plumber turns up, yeah, in his flipping Armani suit, can't you? It, yeah, was, you would it wouldn't have been Armani. It, it, well, yeah, but it wasn't. It was a Matinique, which Matinique back then was like that was the real eighties sort was of it? look. Like you know, it was just like Italian design. Yeah, made in Italy. And you're like, wow. Do you know what I was thinking about? You know, when we got the job as the ski host and the chalet host, yeah, there was an inter- uh, there was an article in the paper saying ski sh- ski company in Canada looking for. High quality chefs, experienced chefs, <laughs> come and live in Canada and work in our wonderful chalets. And it was a really upmarket um, company. And the yeah. interview, I applied for it and just said, oh, yeah, we've worked here, we've worked it. Because you could never check. No, you couldn't. You could well, ask you, the references. You, there, there, was, there was internet, but it was just. No, there wasn't. There was, because we, we had a, I remember I had the computer. But well, no you, one it, used it, you, right? You tended to fax people things, and the computer had a modem that you could fax Either people. Either that, on. or we were just flipping hard-faced. A I mean, of, I don't know how we had the nerve to do that. Yeah. We went to that interview in that really posh hotel in London. Do you remember? Yeah. She ordered high tea for us and everything. Yeah. Was it called the Windsor or something? No, it's called not the Highgate. It was just um, off Regent Street, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a really, really nice hotel. With the big hotel. flags outside. Yeah. Yeah, the Highgrove. I don't know. It was really yeah. posh anyway. 
And we went, she was a lovely, lovely woman. And we went and she's like, so what's your experience? And we just said, oh, we've worked, we've worked mainly, we've worked abroad. You know, we've worked in France. (laughs) Him, him, he's got a really nice suit, him. And we're like, yes, we've worked in restaurants in Greece. Like, don't tell her it's a taverna that was just rubbish. You know, we've worked in France. And yeah, we've worked in this restaurant in Newquay in Cornwall. And that was mum's, that's the story we'd love to tell people is it was my mum's phone number. And we said to mum, if yeah. anyone phones you in the next three weeks, you have to answer the phone and say, hello, Shai Khan Restaurant. Yeah. I said, and just pretend that you're a restaurant and you employed us. And she did. She was like, oh, yes, listen, Brian, have worked for me. I'm going to call those people one <laughs> night this week. Everybody get off the phone. Nobody pick the phone up no. apart from your mum. But we went to that interview in London and we sat there and we flipping bluffed it. I mean, we could cook yeah. and we were good hosts yeah. because obviously we know people and we've had dinner yeah, parties. Yeah, well, I did grow up in a hotel, but it wasn't the same cooking as oh, Cordon Bleu, was it? you grew up in a hotel. I did. It's flipping what's it? Doesn't what? matter, it was a Faulty hotel. Towers? Yeah, well, there you go. They, they had a chef. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it wasn't Faulty Towers, but yeah. I'm not even going to go there Basil with the story. and <laughs> Manuel the waiter. Could have been bride. I did have a good moustache back then. <laughs> But yeah, we, we bluffed our way through it and we got the job and we had flights to Canada. We yeah. had this, we stayed in this chalet in Whistler yeah. and we just, we, it was like a dream come true, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was, it was the dream job, especially we, we'd spent the summer on the beach in, in Greece. Yeah. We're supposed and to be working. This lovely lady in who interviewed us. But we didn't. <laughs> this lovely lady who interviewed us. She said, "What we'll do is your your chalet is going to be empty for the first three weeks. So what we want you to do is get to the chalet, clean it all. Um, I'll fly over, and you you can cook for me then, and just demonstrate what kind of food you're going to be cooking." I was flipping dreading it. It was. A bit, I was yeah, dreading yeah. it. I thought, "Oh my god!" So there we were, weren't we, on the plane with all the cookbooks yeah. and all the cookery magazines. <laughs> What can we cook? What, what should we do? We <laughs> What's easy? And when we got there, because she they she owned five chalets and she'd employed yeah. five couples, hadn't she? Yeah, she had, yeah. And luckily, all the other couples weren't liars like us. They no, were they all were, professional they, yeah, chefs. They all worked as chefs and things in, <laughs> in different companies. Yeah. Um, and we got talking to this one guy from Scotland. He was called Kenny. And he just said... I, I don't think we admitted to him that we weren't no, full no, we blown didn't. chefs. No, no. But we no. said, oh, do you know what? We're racking our brains for something to cook tonight. And he said, oh, if you want to cook something, just cook it nice and easy with the chicken and the blue cheese sauce and the bacon. Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah, how do you do that? And he went, oh, you know, just wrap a chicken breast and a bit of bacon and just <laughs> melt some blue cheese and some cream and pour it over. And we were like, oh, my God, that's yeah. genius. It was. And we served it. We served that meal. It was a chicken breast wrapped in this streaky bacon. And all we did was melted some a pack of blue cheese and cream together yeah. and then poured it over and made some little roast potatoes and green beans, didn't we, Brian? Yeah. She was so impressed with that. Yeah. She was. She said, this is the nicest chicken I've ever tasted. <laughs> Best meal I've had today. <laughs> so it just goes to show. It does. And we went on to learn on the job. You know, every person that came to stay with us, we had the head chef from the Houses of Commons come and stay there. Yeah, and he loved it, didn't he? He gave did. us a brilliant reference, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And we got yeah. to know him and he was the one that said, you know, you guys need to go on and do something together because you're just a great team. And yeah, everything worked out and it was all brilliant yeah. because we just learned as we went. And I, yeah, I just think 
Sometimes you have got to just bluff in interviews, haven't you? But you, you, know? you have. I mean, if it comes down to star jumps, did, did that person do the star jumps? You know, you, you just no, got to be, but you can't really so. bluff it on a Zoom, can you? But you can bluff it, you know, on your CV. Yeah. I mean, CVs. What? <laughs> when, when I were a lad, you never had a CV. What was a flipping CV? Well, you do. Everyone just, has a CV, I some know, form but, of CV. Yeah, but Brian. nowadays it's like so important to get your CV right, isn't it? Like, mm. you know, and you just think, yeah. Oh, Brian, do you remember? What? When we lived in London, just before we lied to get the job in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to be in musical theatre and I was, want, I would, we just, uh, anyway, I wanted to go and get a job as doing cr- yeah. something creative, singing, not working in Canada, making no. chicken wrapped in bacon. <laughs> Proper job. And there was this advert in the paper. Do you remember? And it said, jazz singer needed, must sing like Enya. And at the time we loved Enya, me and you. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. And we were always listening to it. And I said, I think I'll go for this job. I said, how hard can it be to sing like Enya? Because all yeah. she does is this. <laughs> she just wails, doesn't she? I can't believe it's like Enya in the room. I know then. it was, wasn't it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny, wasn't it, right? It was. So I applied for this job in London. Like, you know, I, I, I phoned up the number and the thing. And I spoke to him and I said, he said, so can you sing like Enya? And I said, yeah, 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 I can. He went, all right, come around tomorrow then and I'll, I'll give you an interview. You dropped me off. Do you remember? Yes. Out, you let me go into that house in London. I had no mobile phone. Don't look confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting mixed up with the other bar as well. No, it wasn't a bar. This was just someone's house. This was house. someone's house. Yeah. And I never forget. I went in. I went up this flight of stairs. I mean, he was a nice guy. I didn't know that. Could have been a killer. He could have been anyone, Brian. He could. Yeah. And I went upstairs and I never forget. He went, we went in his front room. He had that like this like little flat in the middle of London. I just remember it had big sash windows and it was all quite arty and there was lots of music stuff around. And he said, Yeah, yeah, I'm recording this album and I'm I need some backing singers and I'm I'm like interviewing people who can sing like Enya. Yeah. There's no way I could sing like Enya, but I just bluffed it again. And he goes, Do you need to go in the bathroom and get ready? And I was like, no, no. Yeah. Why do you need to put something on? And he said... Get me Celtic Colocon. He said, okay. He said, I'll just set up the recording thing. And he got his recording thing out. And he went, okay, then. He, he said, just go for it. Just show me what you can do. Yeah. I started singing. Do you know what he said? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> he went, okay, that's enough. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. Bye. <laughs> I haven't warmed up yet. Can I just go warm up in the bathroom? How about do some star jumps for yeah. you? Yeah, and that was one of those times that I was so het up thinking, you know, um, I'm, I'm, will I get the job? That it didn't cross my mind to think I'm sat in a flat. My, my husband, my boyfriend's gone and left me. Yeah, I haven't got a mobile phone. Plus, I can't sing like Enya. <laughs> I, I, I remember the other job that you went for in London as well. When it was like, right, I dropped you at the bar. And you were thinking, oh, it's just going to go and be a waitress at the bar. I knew that there was, was something that else was that a, I had to talk about. That was a bit weird. Oh, my God, that was it. You know, when yeah. I said to you earlier, I am sure there has been a weird experience in yeah. job interviews. I think that's... That, You've just reminded yeah, me. Yeah, that one, I think, because that, that was a bit rude, wasn't it, really, actually? It was very rude. Right, I'll just tell the story and then we'll go. But we're in London. Yeah. All this happens in... See, everything happens in London. London's London weird. London and Australia. <laughs> And Australia. But yeah, I was in London and I'd applied for this job as a cocktail bar waitress. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And just I, thinking it's going to be a cocktail waitress. Well, obviously, obviously. that's what it says. Mm. And went for the interview and the girl said, the woman who was interviewing me said, she said, would you, she said, okay, so what experience have you had? And I said, 
I'd done loads of bar work and stuff. Yeah, and hospitality. Worked in France, worked in Greece, you know, done yeah. everything. Done everything, man. <laughs> Shit restaurant in Greece. I'm like, it was, that was a nice restaurant, that Tavana. It's um, gorgeous. I know it was, but it wasn't exactly a la carte, was it? Oh, I don't know, fried fish, what's wrong what, with that? a bit that? of feta on some tomatoes there and a bit go. of olive oil. Yeah, it was Greek. Anyway, going back to my London thing, and she said, okay, yeah, right, so you seem to have all the skills. What I'd like to ask you now is, would you be willing to wear a very short skirt to work at night? And I went, um... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thinking, okay, well. Yeah. I was short, short. Well, I didn't even yeah. ask because I thought, well, this was the 1980s. No. Yeah. Well, what 90s, year would that be? It was 92? like 1991 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, fair enough. Like, you know, okay. Didn't think. See, there was none of that then. No. You didn't think, oh, well, what about my rights? So yeah. I just thought, I want the job. It was like really good Because you had a long summer skirt on that day, didn't you? Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah I'll wear a short skirt. I said, okay. And she said, and would you be willing, she said. Yes. Would you be willing to lay a napkin in a man's lap? Cocktails. And <laughs> <laughs> Cocktail waitress. There you go. <laughs> it's in the description. <laughs> oh, Brian, oh, you're such God. an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. There you go. Well, maybe that's why then. And not only that... I think, I believe she said... They were bloody advertising for hookers, Brian. It was, because... Yeah, they wanted was, me they to just, be a hooker. Because they said to you, do you mind sitting with the guests? I know they did. I'm sure they will. See? Yeah. yeah. She said, would you... First of all, she must have been taking it in steps. Okay. You, will you How wear a short skirt? You go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Will you yeah. wear a short skirt? Yes. Will you lay the napkin on the man's... Um, will you lay the cocktail la napkin. <laughs> napkin on the man's lap? <laughs> yes. And then she said, if a man wanted to go further with you for extra money, would you do it? Oh, I don't believe that. Yeah. but that How was, could I have been so naive? Yeah, because it was just like more the, being a person. Well, you're just a, not a lady of the night, but it was not you far were, off I think it. you were one of those call girl things, you it know, was, like yeah, but extra it, services. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, I just said, I can sing Enya. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make a, a, listen a to this. lovely chicken breast in blue cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That'd send them running, wouldn't it? Would it, though, wouldn't it hey? Yeah. So yes, that's all the things about the job. So uh yeah. Jobs, jobs, jobs. That's all we've been talking about, isn't it? Yeah, so leave us a comment and let us know what your jobs are. Email us and, and give us your funny ones and we can we could read some out, couldn't we? Yeah, that you know? would be really funny if yeah. you have got a job thing Weird that you job want us to read out. Yeah. I love it in the comments, especially when people are watching or listening on YouTube and they leave leave their uh, thing in the comments and just let people know. But yeah, yeah just email us, Liz at It's a Drama or Brian at It's a Drama. Yeah. And while we're talking about email, don't forget that I have a weekly free newsletter called the Front Row Newsletter. And the reason it's called the Front Row is because you get to see and hear about everything that's going on on the stage yeah. in this stage of life. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's a fabulous newsletter. It's absolutely free. Uh, the very first email that you get includes a, a video of me reading my book, the chapter of my first book on the, on the, on the toilet. So that, yeah, that's very interesting, but no, it's a, it's a fabulously brilliant and honest and real newsletter that I love to write and I love to share. So if you would love to be part of that, I would love to have you. And you can go to www.itsadrama.com forward slash front row. I will leave it in the description below as well. 
So, yes. Yeah, so that's our wrap-up for the year, really, isn't it? It that's is, For uh, 2023 and um, back in 2024. Yeah. Yeah, got a couple yeah. of weeks off, a um, bit of Christmas celebrations, New Year and everything. Mm. Tess coming home for, you probably get an interview with Tess, maybe, even, you know. Yeah, it'd be nice like to that, chat to Just to, her. to see her catch up where she is after And hopefully we can bring you some away. good news about Sonny. Maybe Sonny's going to have some. Uh, yeah, some job. stories. I think we can ask him for rent then. Defo. Yeah, yeah, I reckon by. Yeah, that money, you know, that it's money you right, thought you it? were going to get, you yeah. can give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> and a quick catch up with mum as well, because I know a lot of you have asked about mum and how she's doing. So she's had a radiation treatment. She's now doing chemotherapy in a tablet form, fighting like an ox. She really is. She's so strong and she's very determined. And she's talking about going over to the UK and Europe next year, which is brilliant because... Yeah. And that's yeah. why we just want to keep it lighthearted with that... Positive, Positive yes. in, in mind coming up into Christmas. So, yeah, we can just enjoy Looking that sort of time with everybody. Looking forward to a family Christmas together. Yeah. So, once again, thank you so much for everything, all the support, all the lovely messages, all the lovely comments that you've sent us yeah. um, regarding mum and, and me and Bri. As always, I just want to say I can't say thank you enough. It's really, really touching. It's wonderful. And I appreciate and love you for doing that so much. So thank you. Yeah. So I think that's it for the wrap up for this this one. And look forward to seeing you next time. So kia kaha, stay strong, kiu, stay true. And uh, we'll speak to you in the new year. Okay, speak to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We have absolutely loved your company. If you enjoyed the show, then head on over to your favorite podcasting app. Leave us a review. Obviously, it's got to be the five. You know, don't bother if it's going to be one. Don't say that. Yeah, I mean, just, just stay where you are. Don't, if you're not going to give me a nice review, I don't know. <laughs> you can leave us whatever you want, but let's just say that we prefer the, uh, the higher, the better. Yes, obviously. Come on now. <laughs> And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, just with someone who needs cheering up or a little bit of laughter or just needs inspiring. Just Sharing is just caring. hit the share button. Help us along and help everybody else and, you know, join the club. Yes. And don't forget, if you would like to be part of my email newsletter, where I will send you a very, very real and <laughs> honest email every single week, inspiring you, making you laugh, just being part of your life, then head on over to www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter. Say it again, Brian. www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter. I will wait for you there. I can't wait to get to know you better. Should we just do a little bit more? No, let's go now, Brian. Let's go. Get the wine out of the fridge and let's go. I'm gone. Okay, bye. See you now. Bye. Bye.